it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey, it's Brandi Taylor, the business coach for beauty professionals. I help beauty pros amplify their business and take more action. I am super excited to share the Beauty Pro Mastermind with you, a group for serious beauty pros who want to find ways to continue to thrive in their business, a safe place for support, accountability, and education. This group is for beauty professionals who are ready for change in their business, understanding that commitment is required to achieve your goals. You know you need to make a move, but you're unclear and need an extra push. My mission is to empower beauty professionals and equip them to achieve their goals, bringing beauty and business together through support, education, and business resources. Register today for the Beauty Pro Mastermind at IamBrandyTaylor.com and just click on Beauty Pro Mastermind. I will also include the details in the show notes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's episode with you per the huge But this is a special one, guys, because this week is our anniversary. That's right. The Business Beauty Network podcast is officially one year old on this Wednesday, which is tax day. But not only that, it's my birthday. So help me celebrate my birthday by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, sharing a podcast with someone, or even donating or supporting a podcast financially. You can actually click support in the show notes. Anything that you decide to do will be greatly appreciated. Let's celebrate the one-year anniversary of the Business Beauty Network podcast. So let's get into today's episode. Today, I have Tandy Salter. Tandy is a leadership expert, and we just had a very great down-to-earth conversation about leadership. Tandy really dropped some great gems. I really enjoyed speaking with her, and Tandy also has a phenomenal book. Um, it's an affirmation book. I'll leave the book in the show notes. I really have enjoyed her book, just picking it up every day, reading affirmations. Some of them are even posted around my office right now as we speak. But I'll leave that in the show notes. Make sure you check that out. Tandy Salter is a leadership expert for the World Voice League. She teaches women how to become confident leaders and use their voice to make an impact in the lives of those they serve. She is also an Amazon bestselling author, empowerment speaker, and podcaster. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview. And here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandi Taylor, and we have an awesome guest today, Tandy Salter. Welcome, Tandy. Hey, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm excited to be here with you. Great. I'm excited to have you. So, Tandy, I like to start with an icebreaker question. So I want you to tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. Hmm. Most people do not believe that I'm an introverted people person. It sounds kind of an oxymoron, but it's true. (laughs) I love people. I love serving people. I love meeting new people and making connections, but I'm really an introvert. So at the end of the day, I need to be by myself. Otherwise, I'll be super drained and have no energy for anything. Hmm. You know, I hear that a lot. Yeah, I do. I hear that a lot. A lot of people, you know, say that they're like 
an introvert. I think we all have a little bit of both, right? And maybe some of us gravitate more towards one or the other, but I think all of us can, you know, lean towards one or one or the other. It's possible, but my extrovertedness is very low. (laughs) When it comes comes to crowds and big events, you will probably not find me there. And one of my friends and I were talking on Facebook the other day is how it's even when I used to go to the clubs, they found me in the corner away from everybody else. Oh, wow. (laughs) I get it. I absolutely get it. Well, that's interesting. So, Tandy, tell us about your business. Like, what do you do and uh, within your business? Um, within my business, I serve as a leadership coach and trainer for women entrepreneurs and small business owners. I help women learn how to become more confident leaders so they're able to make an impact in the lives of those that they serve. I love working with women. Like, so one-on-one, it's great. Groups are even cool, too. Just small groups, no big groups. So, um, and you focus on leadership. And so why, why do you feel that it's important for women to, you know, understand leadership and to stand out in that space? With leadership, I think we've gotten a bad idea of what leadership is. And it's important for women, especially business owners, to understand that leadership is more than just a title or position. Leadership is really about being there to support someone, whether you're teaching them or influencing them, or if you in any way have an impact on the way people do things or think about things or even pushing them to action, you are a leader. And for a long time, for myself, the word leader or leadership used to scare me like it's too much. But when I really realized what it really means to be a leader, I found that all of us are leaders. We just don't know how to embrace the leader within us. Okay, so what are some ways that we can embrace the leader within us? First is always recognizing that you are a leader. Someone is always watching. Even on social media, they may not always comment, like, or share a post, but they're still watching you. And you showing up for them is what makes the big difference for them. And secondly, is building your confidence. Always build your confidence because when you show up with more confidence and believing in yourself, you open the doorway for other people to believe in yourself and other people to believe in you. And once they start believing in you and building a relationship with you, they'll want to do business with you and they'll recognize that you are a leader and they'll want to learn more from you. Awesome. So what are some ways that we can build our confidence as leaders? One of my favorite things to tell people is confidence requires action. You don't build your confidence by sitting still. You don't build your confidence by saying, I wish I had more confidence. You build your confidence by getting out there and doing that thing that scares you by and and consistently doing it over and over again. Like when I first started because of my introvertedness, I really hated speaking in front of crowds, in front of groups. But the more I pushed myself to start speaking, the better I got and the more confident I got with the speaking. So that's the first thing is push past your comfort zone. And secondly, change your environment. A lot of times we get stuck in environments where people speak negatively 
negativity in you or tell you you can't do things and that will just completely destroy your confidence um like i remember having a teacher that told me i couldn't be a public speaker saying it was unrealistic so that destroyed my confidence so i had to rebuild to become the speaker that i am today and also don't compare yourself with others comparison is a trap and it will keep you stuck I like that. I like that. Great tips, Tandy. Like one of the things that stuck out, as you said, confidence requires action. And what's interesting is, is I know that to be true because like, for instance, I've been doing a lot more video trainings, a lot going live a lot more. And I noticed just because I've been doing that more, the more and more I do it, the more confident I'm getting with doing it. And it's becoming easier for me to do. But at one point, that was something that was terrifying for me as well, right? And so the more and more that we do something and take action, the more confident we'll become in those areas. And I think a lot of people don't realize that the only way you're going to become confident is to actually step out and take action and do whatever it is that you're afraid to do. Yes. And it's also kind of like when you think about um, a doctor's office or a lawyer's office, they're called a medical practice or a law practice. So they're continuously practicing and getting better each time that they see a new patient or they see a new client. So you have to practice within your art as well. Yes, I definitely agree with that as well. And I also agree about changing your environment, like being careful about uh, the people that you allow to speak into your life. Like I really had to do that in my own life. I just decided like even some, sometimes family, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so some family members, you know, I could only deal with during the holiday season or something like that, or I'll check in on you every now and then, but I'm not going to hold long conversations. I'm not going to tell you my dreams and goals because I don't need you trying to shoot myself down. Right. Exactly. Is <laughs> sometimes, and unfortunately sometimes family can be the hardest one because in some minds, they're trying to protect you from disappointment or failure and not realizing that they're hurting you or discouraging you. And then there's other family members who just don't understand, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's like, just get a regular job. So you have to be careful and learn how to balance your time and how much you allow them to speak over you. Mm -hmm. And you know what I even did, Tandy, I really had to be strategic about my circle. So I uh, changed my own, my circle purposely and created a circle of people that I wanted to be around. You know, um, I just really looked at the type of people that I wanted to hang around. And I started, I sought out relationships with those people because I understood that, you know, if I hang around negative people, birds of the feather flock together and that stuff can rub off on you. Even if you aren't a negative person, if you're around someone who's constantly negative, that's going to drain you and bring you down. So I began to uh, change my circle as well. Absolutely. I've definitely had to change my circle. And it's, it's kind of interesting because some of the people that we once knew, like in high school or even college or even like friends you made on the job will see you like, oh, you're changing or you're different or because they want you to stay the same because they're scared of growth. And so you have to distance yourself from those people. Sometimes they say feed people from a long candle spoon, 
But there's other people you need to feed through like FedEx, like let FedEx deliver the package to them. You don't even get close to them. <laughs> I love it. Let, let FedEx handle that, right? I love that. Exactly. So Tandy, now how do you work on mindset? Because I know you coach, you know, people, women um, in leadership and everything. So what are some things that we could do to really work on our mindset? Um, your mindset is kind of ties in with the confidence when it comes to shifting your environment, because a lot of it does start with the environment, the environment you were raised in, your job, your home life, all influence how you think about yourself and what you speak over yourself. And so you may need to change to a different environment. And then also think about the words that you speak over yourself. Self-talk is one of the worst for a lot of people. It makes them, um, it's where you speak negatively over yourself. And once you say it so much, you start to believe it. And so like when you use affirmations, affirmations allow you to change your language and speak positively over yourself so that you're building yourself up and not tearing yourself down. Yeah. All right. Good. Some sounds in the background. Do you want to? Um, yeah. Hold on. Okay. Oh, yeah. And also with the mindset, after using affirmations to speak positively over you. Um, use them daily, even throughout the day. And one thing I used to do, like when I really started shifting my mindset is I would write them and post it on the walls or like the mirror. So I would see them every day and all day to constantly remind myself and also spend less time on social media and start deleting those people that don't feed your mind with positive words that are encouragement or every time you see their post you get angry start deleting those people and unfollowing them because that would just hold you back from pursuing your mindset mm -hmm. yeah and um i think affirmations are great too i definitely use uh you know posters all over my office and in my bathroom like places where i can see them for sure and i think they have been um definitely helpful to me. Now, in addition to affirmations, what are some other tools that people can use to help to change their mindset? Um, definitely always hire a coach. I think everyone should have a coach to help you work through things and just help you focus in on your goals and hold you accountable. Your coach can help you like recognize things that you didn't see within yourself. Just like um, when it comes to sports, a basketball coach is going to see the potential in their players and they're going to constantly push them to become better and encourage them and help train them. You should have the same type of coach, like for your life, your business, your finances, your health, um, whichever stage of life you're in, find a coach to meet that area that will help encourage you, train you and push you forward so that you can perform up to your fullest potential. 
Yes, yes, I, I absolutely agree. Um, I'm a coach myself and I also have a coach. I think it's very important. And a lot of people don't see the importance of it. But like you said, if you look at NBA players, they have coaches and they're, you know, a lot of them are making millions of dollars and like they may be great at their game, but they need someone to actually push them to keep them on track so that they can continue to be their best at their game. And so I think it's great for you to even do that in business for you to continue to be your best at your business and whatever business that is and to continue to push yourself and to always bring your best you want to have someone who can see what you can't see and someone who can push you past what you're going to push yourself to because like how I always explain it is it's like when I worked with a trainer at one time say for instance you know like when we go to the gym you know, we might get on the treadmill for 20 minutes and we think we did something, but she would be like, okay, get on the treadmill, get an elliptical, uh, do this, do this squat, do this push up. Like you're not going to push yourself to do all of that. You're going to be easier yourself and be like, oh yeah, I've walked my 30 minutes and I did whatever, you know, but a coach is really going to push you past that and challenge you to do more. And so I definitely agree with you. I think, um, you know, coaching is very important. Oh, I love the gym analogy because I know we'll go to the gym and get on the treadmill for 20 or 30 minutes and we'll do it like on a low speed and walk and think we did something. But when we get that trainer, they crank up the speed and like, wait a minute. Put you on an incline. You're like, hold up. What you doing, lady? Like I wasn't ready for that. So it definitely makes total sense because they push us harder than we push ourselves because they see greater in us. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. So what are you uh, working on right now? Like, what are you excited about? I am super excited. I'm developing um, a new leadership training program. It's going to be called the Get Amplified Leadership Academy, where I will be doing quarterly leadership trainings, helping women learn how to find the leader within them, use their leadership skills, use leadership to make an impact, and also understanding how skills are transferable and using those to build up your business as well. Awesome. I think that's awesome. Now, so I saw that you have a podcast. Tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yes, I have a podcast. Um, it's the Tandy Salter Show. Um, is for empowering and educating women entrepreneurs. Um, sharing business tips and wisdom and different experiences. Um, I've done several interviews. So we've talked about SEO. We've talked about branding. We've talked about marketing. We've talked about leadership and getting in gear. We've talked about social media. Um, it's just any a wide range of topics helping you to be empowered and educated within your business. And so I've done mostly interviews. So right now I'm in the progress of recording some solo episodes, um, sharing some more tips from myself and some of the lessons I've learned. And probably within the next few months, we'll be scheduling out some more interviews with other entrepreneurs to share their stories as well. What I find is with my podcast, um, I decided I needed to do more solo episodes because I was only doing those far few and in between, but those get the most, you know, downloads. So I'm excited that you're going to be doing solo episodes. I think like a lot of times the audience wants to hear from you as the podcaster. So I found that um, it was best that I increase my amount of, of solo episodes that I do. So I try to do at least one a month. 
for sure. Awesome. I'm glad you said that. I feel a little bit more encouraged about that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. People want to hear from you. I think now more than ever, what people fail to realize is that people want to want to connect with the person behind the brand more than I think sometimes um, we believe that they do. So a lot of times we try to, we want to put out our brand and our brand is this or whatever. But uh, most of the, most of the successful people that have successful brands, some, now there's always an exception to the rule. So some brands may be successful without putting themselves out there. But I find that a lot of people who are very much so in front of their brand, they're out there, people know who they are, people kind of get a, can get a feel for their personality. Those are usually the uh, entrepreneurs that are usually a little bit more successful in business because people feel more connected with them. They trust them and people will buy from who they know, like, and trust. Right. So I really think even now, so more than ever, people really are attracted to the person behind the brand and they want to kind of connect with you. Absolutely. I can definitely agree with that because people don't do businesses with business. They don't do business with logos and colors. They do business with people. And that's why one example I always give to people is when you look at Nike, when you look at McDonald's, you always see they go and get endorsements from celebrities because when people recognize the celebrity wearing the brand is when they go purchase it, not just because it has their logo on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. So I want to talk about your book. Tell us a little bit about your book. Um, I've been enjoying it. So I kind of share it with us and how you uh, decided to put it together and everything. Okay, so the book is um, I Inhale Confidence. It's 21 Days of Affirmations for the Millennial Woman. Um, it started off as the affirmations that I was speaking and writing um, for to encourage myself. And I posted some of them on Facebook and was encouraged by a couple of friends of mine to just write a book and share them out with other people to further help others grow in their confidence and build themselves up. I was like, okay, well, we'll write this book. And so I worked with a publisher. Um, her name is Julia Royston. And we put all the affirmations together and got the book published on Kindle. It's also available on Nook. And we had this amazing, like, virtual launch party. So we made it to number one on Amazon. Super exciting because my goal was always to be a best-selling author because I've always loved writing. And so I love that it's just the power of affirmations because I know that there's power in the words that we speak over ourselves. So being able to share those affirmations was amazing. Yes, I like it. Like, I like them. I like the way you'll have like a passage and you like, so you have a word and then you have a passage and the passage, like I think one of your words was like powerhouse or something that I'm remembering. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, so you talked about, you know, um, that in the passage and then you give the affirmation, like I am a powerhouse or something. And so I really like that. Cause it's cool. Cause I think it's like something that you could read quickly every day, but you could also, you know, put it on a sticky note and um, tell yourself these things every day. Because what people fail to realize is, is that you believe the story you tell yourself. So more so than you believe what you hear from everybody else, 
you're you hear yourself first all the time you know between your two ears that's what you hear so you, what you constantly tell yourself is what you believe you believe the story you tell yourself so if you constantly tell yourself you know i am great i'm awesome i'm a powerhouse i'm enough you know you'll be you eventually start to believe these things and so i've i've been into affirmations for quite some time i i've been loving your book i've been um you know, reading them and I like the affirmations and I think it's a, a great read, very affordable and worth it. I'm definitely going to leave the information in the show notes for sure. Yes. Thank you so much. I love it. And like, I still go back and reread them myself and I have some on my mirror now, just always reminding myself to keep that positive energy flowing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So what's the next book, Tandy? Ooh, that's a good question. I think the next one might have to just be on leadership. Um, it's a topic that I get more questions about because that's my area of focus. I think maybe you should make a quick tip book on leadership or something. I don't know yet, but it's, it's something coming. Awesome. That's a good idea. You know, that's a good idea. Or maybe you could do like affirmations for leaders. What do you think about that? Ooh, that's a good one now. Yeah. Let me write that down. Affirmations <laughs> for leaders. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, people, it's like stepping into a leadership role. I know for me, it's a little different because I remember uh, when I started teaching, like I was teaching a makeup course and I started working with one on ones with students. And I always just kind of want to be connected with people. Like, you know, I'm down to earth. You know, you could talk to me. And so, I didn't realize how powerful what I say to people is. And what I mean by that is because I'm the leader, because I was the teacher, you know, they really take to heart what I say. Right. So I have to be careful in how I position what I say. And I really learned that then because I had somebody who I, I didn't say anything bad. Like I really was proud of her. And I actually was complimenting her. Like, you know, I could see the growth. I could see you've been practicing or whatever. But she took it as an insult, you know, <laughs> because I said it in front of the other students, right? Yeah. And um, and uh, I wasn't trying to insult her. So I had to really understand, like, okay, because you are in a position of leader and you're teaching people you have to be very careful about how you say things and what you say, and you can't say everything and you can't be open about everything either. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. I completely agree. I've, um, I had a similar experience working in management. I had an, a newer employee. Um, I was trying to correct her to, to help her learn, but she felt that I embarrassed her because I said it in front of customers. But my intent was never to embarrass her or to hurt her. It was to correct her and to help her learn so that she could perform the job correctly. So I couldn't understand why she was so angry and frustrated till I pulled her to the side. And she said she felt like I embarrassed her in front of the customers and made her feel stupid. So as a leader, I had to recognize that how I said things and when I said things matter. And also being a leader, I had to apologize to her and let her know that I was not intending to embarrass her or hurt her. I only wanted to help her. 
And like from that point on, we had a stronger relationship and she actually became one of my best employees. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a learner curve learning curve. I think um, you know, people need leadership skills and leadership training because it's different when you become the leader and the way you you know the way people perceive you and how you talk to people and different things i really had to learn that for sure one thing i learned from my husband because he's in leadership in his job is that he he told me i should always lead with something positive before i get into the negative so that really helps because you don't want to just go right into the negative thing. So he, he says like, so what he does is, is he'll say, well, you've been doing great here. I'm so proud of you for this. I've seen improvement here and here, but we need to work on this area. And this is where you're, you're not performing at. And um, for some reason it works better than going right into that negative thing. He told me. Yeah, um, I completely agree with him. We always want to lead with the positive first because when you lead with the negative, what it does is sends like a, a signal to the other person's brain to shut down. So they hear nothing else you have to say. But if you lead with the positive first, you lift them up, you encourage them, let them know you see the good things and then let them know what you want to work on in a way that doesn't make them seem like a bad person. So definitely always want to lead with the positive and then follow up with the negative and how to work on it. And make sure you have a plan on how to work on it. Just don't go to them saying, hey, you need to work on folding clothes. No, let, let me help you learn how to fold clothes better. Let's start with the shirts. Right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Good stuff, Tandy. I, I think that's great. So... How do you define success, Tandy? Hmm. For me, success is being able to like live in peace and enjoy my days and be flexible and enjoy my family without necessarily having to get permission from someone or worrying about how the bills are going to be paid the next day. Preach, preach. Come on. I love it. <laughs> awesome. So I'm a bookie. I know you are too. You know, you're definitely a writer and I know you love to read as well. So what is either your favorite book or book you're currently reading right now? Right now I'm currently reading a book um, by Daniel Lancaster. It's called Fear is a Liar. Uh, it's based on biblical principles and how like God didn't give us the spirit of fear and how the devil uses fear to try to attack us and stop us from moving forward. I'm almost finished. It's been really good so far, and it's something I definitely recommend to others, especially in leadership, because fear can cripple you from becoming the leader that you desire to be. Awesome. I got to get that one. Fear is a liar. I'm going to make sure I leave that one in the show notes, Tandy. I, I got to check that one out. Definitely. I'm almost finished with it, and I'm loving it. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to check that one out. I think that's going to be my next one when I get finished with um, the one I'm reading right now. So awesome. So um, tell us what's either your favorite uh, app or tool that you use to operate in your business. Hmm, my favorite app or tool. Oh my gosh, there's so many different tools. <laughs> I think um, I would say I currently use Constant Contact for my email marketing, um, which is amazing. It's very simple and user-friendly. 
And I love it because emails get seen a lot more than social media posts. Um, um, And you can schedule them out. You can follow up. And people keep in contact that way. And I also, I love the Facebook Creator Studio. Um, I can schedule posts for my business page and my Instagram page directly there because they're both business pages. And it helps to continue to boost the engagement. I can respond to all inboxes in one place rather than trying to use like third party applications. Facebook has made it super easy. Hmm. So like, I know you can schedule out like your, your Facebook content, but I didn't know you could schedule out your Instagram because I know that's always been an issue, like trying to find the right app to do that with. So you can schedule out your Instagram posts. Um, if you're in the Facebook creator studio and your your pages are connected, like because both of mine are set as business pages, mm-hmm. they're connected. You can schedule the Instagram directly through your Facebook creator. Well, I didn't know that. Is that something new that they started? Um, they've had it for a while now. I can't remember exactly when they started it, but they've had it for a while. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Great, great uh, tips, Tandy. I um. Like I, I've always been, you know, been aware of like how to do it with Facebook. You know, I do the ads and I, I can, you know, schedule those and I can schedule all my posts, but I did not know you could do an Instagram. So I'm gonna have to check that out for sure. Definitely check it out. It's fun. It makes it easy. And of course, don't, you cannot forget to engage because engagement is everything, but it takes the load off of trying to figure out what to post every day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I I think I'm going to have to really uh, plan out the content because just trying to come up with it on the fly constantly can be nerve wracking. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So I'm working on planning it out more. Sometimes I might plan out a week in advance, but I need to do like a month in advance. I definitely need to work on that for sure. Yes, working a month in advance is phenomenal. I have a client that I work with and we do her content for a month at a time and it's done. She doesn't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about it. (laughs) And so that's something I love. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Tandy, it's been absolutely a pleasure having you on the podcast today. Do you have anything else you want to share with us before we go? Um, just remember that your voice matters. And I know in going through tough times with COVID-19, they've closed businesses down and only left open the essential businesses. But I want everyone to remember that you are essential as a person. You are essential as a leader and someone needs just what you have to offer. Awesome. I love it, Tandy. Thank you so much. Tandy Salter, everybody. That's all we have for you today. And as always, stay great and we are out. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I want to hear from you. Email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and Facebook at I am Brandy Taylor. I want to connect with you, so let's stay connected. And remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.